0: you it's me, good looking lead. This is the Thank Me Later podcast. Uh, hi, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, Lucy is back in the studio. Uh, y'all remember Lotus? Uh, today, I got a I got a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi,
1: everyone. My name is Nathania Abraham. I'm your favorite glow dealer at Sovereignty Beauty, which is your favorite handcrafted organic um, skincare line crafted in Brooklyn. No. Chemicals, no preservatives, no Ooh. synthetics.
0: Oh, you're talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking crazy. That's heavy. That's heavy. Well, you know, welcome. Thank, Thank you. for coming. This interview is like long overdue.
1: I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for a second you kind of thought I wasn't about what I said I was about. And, nah. I, and I was like, all right, don't worry about it. Like, don't, <laughs> it'll, it'll come. It'll come. But how, how was your week?
1: My week was good. Um, working as usual. Okay. You know, getting into the bag. Educating people, helping people.
0: Okay, so so why why did you get into skincare at all?
1: Well, the world kind of threw me into skincare. So I'm a molecular biologist by trade. Um, I went to school. Oh,
0: whoa, whoa, and... whoa, what's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that? All right, I'm gonna get into that. So I did my um, degree at John Jay in 2016. I have my degree in forensic. Um, biology okay, and a concentration in, or a minor in Africana Studies. So, while I was doing my internship at my lab, um, there was a lot of chemicals that I used on a daily basis that I also saw in my skincare products. So, that kind of inspired me to start my own line and to make sure that everything was organic. It was things that you could pronounce, things you could, you know, that you interact with on a daily basis. Right. So, that was really my inspiration. Um, Behind it into into skincare, but at the end of the day, the real reason why it started out was just a money thing. I was in a coaching program. I needed to pay off my balance. I was making lip scrub in my house for me. You know the New York City winters are crazy. That's a fact. Um, And I wasn't trying to be out here with chapped lips. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had this, you know, concoction and my coach was like, oh, you know, you dress well. Why don't you style people? You know, your makeup is always nice why don't you do people makeup and I was like mm, actually I have this thing at home that I could sell to people so um I started making a lip scrub in bulk and I sold it to the people that were part of my program I made seven hundred dollars in two weeks I paid off my balance and I used the rest to start up I tried to get out of business but then people were like oh I need the lip scrub oh I need the lip scrub so I kind of got forced in but I'm happy I'm here
0: I ain't going front that sound like uh. The, the the Mount Everest uh, commercial, <laughs> he'd be like, I was just sitting on the couch for a day, and then I decided to enroll. And then next thing I knew, I was graduating. You know, it just be happened. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, you just got to yeah.
0: roll with the punches. yo. So you got into it by mistake. yeah. Okay, but I'm glad that you acknowledged that at first it was a money thing. It was. Because a lot of people don't. A lot yeah. of people is like, nah, son, like, I was born with it on my heart and I just be like, You bullshitting me, son. Right. Don't lie. So it was a money thing. It and definitely
1: was a money thing. I didn't even have a business name for it. I was just like, yo, buy my lip scrub.
0: <laughs> Where you from? I'm from Brooklyn. I figured that. Like <laughs> buy my lip scrub. <laughs> what part of Brooklyn you from? I'm um, Flatbush, Dipman's Park. Damn, I keep running into Flatbush. That's <laughs> what's up. I respect Flatbush. So you 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 told me about you said something about green beauty. What's that?
1: So, green beauty is basically products that are naturally sourced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anything from the earth, not made in a lab, um, okay. you know, mixed to create a product. And it's kind of hype right now because people are looking for natural alternatives in terms of, you know, um, skin care, hair care, you know, regular self-care items, um, beauty items, and feminine care. Okay, so it's a it's a
0: movement right now. So, because your stuff is organic, yeah, is that it's organic, right? Yes. When you got into skincare, were you always doing like organic product? Was your lip scrub organic? Like, what led you to want to be so natural?
1: Yes, so it was always organic from jump, and that was just because I took note that there were certain chemicals that I was seeing in my skincare products. I was also using in the lab for experiments, and they were deemed hazardous. Oh, nah, that's so it's crazy. like, why would I be putting that on my skin at the end of the day? So okay. that's when I was like, all right, it has to be organic. And that's when it really turned into a business move. I'm like, okay, everything on the line is gonna be organic mm. no synthetics, no preservatives, no fragrances, no dyes. And that's how I've been rolling ever since.
0: Okay, so tell me tell me about like what is what is holistic health what, What's that?
1: So holistic health is going to, or focusing on natural alternatives. So for example, like if you don't feel well, instead of saying like, oh, you're gonna take um, cough medicine, you'll do like a fire cider, which is like um apple cider vinegar, turmeric, onion, cayenne pepper. Citrus juices like orange and lemon, and it boosts your immunity.
0: Oh, that work? Yeah, I'm about to do that. Yeah, that's a fact.
1: You start feeling sick, you do that, you automatically feel better.
0: Do it matter what kind of sick you feel? Do it it? doesn't
1: matter. As soon as you start feeling any kind of sick, a little sick, middle sick, big sick. (laughs)
0: You just. Not because sometimes
1: my head hurt but nothing else hurts. Well if yeah if you have a headache then I would recommend like using essential oils. Like that would be considered aromatherapy. You could use a blend like lavender and peppermint and that would ease your headache.
0: Where you put it? Um you yeah. can rub
1: it on your temples or you okay. can just smell it.
0: Okay. Really yeah, now, I know when I usually, if I get a migraine, then I'm getting sick because I'll get a migraine one day, and then the next day I wake up with the same migraine. But then my my voice is hoarse or something. For right. me, it always starts with my head. That sounds crazy. Right. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> crazy. No. Nah, so so you got into holistic health just because you you started seeing like the stuff you was working with wasn't working right. for your face and stuff.
1: Right. And okay. also just um me being in the skincare industry, that really opened up a lot of other doors for me. So okay. at the time, when I am just saying like, oh, you know, organic skincare products, I'm like, okay, well, what about organic food? Because they doing a lot of stuff with GMOs. Mm-hmm. And also since I have a scientific background, I don't feel like GMOs are something to be taken lightly, especially when they're creating fruits and vegetables and a lot. Like Mother Earth gives us everything that we need, so why why are we making fake stuff? And then the effects that it can have on your body in the long run. So that is like an additional door that opened for me through doing the skincare and then also now going into holistic health or alternative medicine, which is just basically bringing back what our ancestors were doing before which mm-hmm. is just, like, a lot of herbal work using the earth to, you know, make us feel better or to maintain health.
0: But but was it hard to, like, break out? Were you introduced to, like, all of the fake foods and, and the foods that are unhealthy and the pills when you don't feel good? Was you introduced to that? Or? Yes, definitely. Okay, so how how was that transition, breaking out of that to just being, like, natural?
1: Um, It was pretty easy. Because once you know, you know, like you can't go back to not knowing. So you have to like make those choices, those kinds of choices and think like, okay, how is it going to affect my body? How is it going to affect my skin? And it really became easy from there. But also having the background knowledge of me being in science and also my mom is a nurse. So she knows medicine like the back of her hand. So if I say, okay, well, I'm not going to take an Advil for the headache, I'm going to do... Aromatherapy is just making that choice in the moment. Like, what is better for me in the long run?
0: Okay. Okay. So, with the holistic health, are you into like crystals and all of that? Are you into yes. like chakras and all? A word? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I know a lot of chakra shorties. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in deep with the chakra shorties. Mm-hmm. So, like, what Did that come before or after you yeah. started with the, the beauty?
1: That definitely came after. I think that's something more okay. recent. Um, And I also feel like that ties in with the food. Because, you know, certain foods you eat, they raise or lower your frequency. Um, If people are not in on the, you know, chakra tip, it's just, you know, parts of your body that's, you know, connected to your higher self, your spiritual self. And those things are influenced by your, your day-to-day. So if you do prayer or you do meditation or yoga or you do crystal healing like all of those things you want to you're doing them to put your body in sync so with the skincare now that's something also to consider because if you eat a lot of junk food you eat fast food you're gonna inflammation stop looking at me (laughs) stop
0: doing that it was one time myself Oh, it was one time. I was starving. Inflammation.
1: So, you know, for me, a lot of times I interact with clients and they're like, oh, I don't know what product to use. I don't even ask about products. I ask about diet first. Oh, okay. Because that is really what's going to determine what your skin is going to look like. Because a lot of people forget that one, your skin is your biggest organ. And number two, it's also an excretory system. So whatever's not being released, you know, via number one or number two, is <laughs> coming up on your skin. That's really what it is. So um, when people are like, oh, you know, I like pizza, I eat ice cream, inflammation. So you get pimples.
0: <laughs> so you don't, you don't eat none of that? No. Okay. This, this is where it gets real. So what, what do you advise people who want to eat better, but they're on a budget, a tight budget? Um, a crazy type, but <laughs> <idea. laughs> like, how does that work? So I
1: just did an IG live earlier this week talking about um food labels and the clean the clean fifteen and the dirty dozen. So this is a a health list that I would say has been around pretty recently that talks about the top twelve fruits and vegetables that are known to be um sprayed with pesticides or GMO or, you know, their hybrids. So those, the 12, I mean, I can't list all off the top of my head, but the, those 12, I would recommend buying those organic. So that would be like your strawberries, your cherries, your apples, your nectarines, the fruits that are usually in season, you want to make sure you bottles organic, and then you have your Clean Fifteen, which are like the lower level fruits and vegetables that are you know they fluctuate by the season, but you don't really have to worry about them being genetically modified.
0: So there's yeah. things that you don't have to worry about. I feel like everything is genetically modified.
1: That's very likely in this day and age. But given the situation, like if you're really on a tight budget, mm-hmm. then that's what it's going to come down to. Like okay. making that choice to say, OK, well, I need to make sure that these 12 are organic. And then the other ones, I can, you know, get them.
0: OK, the give, give and the take. Yeah. So what, what does your diet specifically consist of?
1: I would say everything. I feel like sometimes people feel like, um, one, I'm considering myself pescatarian because I do eat fish. Um, But mainly fruits and veggies and, like, nuts and grains. And it's just like you just have to be creative. I wasn't always creative. I was the girl getting Chipotle every day (laughs) (laughs) because I was just like, I don't know what the hell to make today. Um, But then you get creative. You have your fruit salads or your veggie salads or, you know— your pastas is really about balance. And then obviously if you're transitioning, don't just go cold turkey. Make sure you give your body time to process what's going on. So for me, um, a major change that I did was really in my breakfast routine. Um, you know, here in America, it's like waffles, eggs, bacon, sausage. Oh, I'm sa- triggered.
0: I did have an Eggo. Bacon wow. and
1: sausage. But you really, you're really putting your digestive system into shock in the morning with all that food what? so your best bet is starting off your day with like eight ounces of water and then some fruit you
0: ever drank water on an empty stomach yeah it hurts <laughs> so this is yeah it, it hurts so how, how like i mean i drink a gallon of water every day but i'm not starting the day with water Period. No, I'm I'm
1: not saying as a meal. I'm just saying, like, the water to activate your system, and then maybe, like, 30 minutes later. Or if you don't want to do the water at all, you can go right to the fruit. But it's always great to eat fruit in the morning on an empty stomach because of the enzymes that are in fruit. They help clear your digestive tract and um, detoxify your body from the day before. And also, you want to break your fast. That's why it's called Breakfast break your fast with something you want to break your fast with something that is um, nutrient filled as well as vitamin filled so that you really have the energy to sustain you for the
0: day so is oatmeal a good breakfast or no? it's a grain but is it a good grain?
1: it is a good grain but it just depends on where you're getting it from I think a few weeks ago there was a recall um, for different types of brands because they had I'm trying to think of the name. Some it's, the ingredient. One, it's
0: the one, it's the one, it's the Oh, no, you're talking about ingredients. It, was it in the one with the white guy on the front?
1: Yes, the Quaker Oats. Oh, come on, son. Yes. So your best bet is buying. Come on. Um, I'm,
0: I'm really tight about this, son. Quaker was my man before you came in yes, the studio. Yes.
1: Quaker <laughs> Oats was on the list in addition to some other cereal brands. Um, So, and that's the other thing. You don't um, eat cereal? I don't.
0: Wow. Hey, you black. This is interesting as fuck. I mean, now I don't
1: eat cereal. Of course. Oh, okay, as a okay, kid, I okay. ate cereal. But,
0: but it, it, it's hard, And I had oatmeal,
1: though. too. I used to love Quaker Oats, the instant oats.
0: And I will be thinking I'm fancy. I'll throw the cashew milk in there. I will be like, yeah, I don't drink milk, y'all. That's nasty. I ain't really doing much. am I? Right. wow. You <laughs> okay.
1: trying. You making I that am, transition. <laughs> so that's the difference because a lot of times you are like, oh, you know, I just want to do this. But it's going to be very hard if you just starting from where you are. So I always tell people, take their time. Like, if you know you're a person, you eat fast food, try to cut out the fast food. If you're always going out to eat, order vegetarian. or You know, do, you know, vegan Uber Eats. Like, Uber Eats could bring you anything. Um, And then also, too, like, little changes like that. So if you were drinking... Juice all the time. Make that transition to water. If you need help making that transition, add fruit to your water so it, it tastes sweet.
0: Does it help when, like, I've seen people put, like, Minute Maid in their water bottle, but they put water in it. Does that do anything? It looks stupid to me. I just want to make sure before I ever say it to someone. What like, do you mean? Like, I saw my... I probably should. I saw somebody. Uh-huh. They put Minute Maid lemonade mm-hmm. in, like, a water a water bottle. Yeah. And then... She put mad water in it.
1: Mad no, like water. To, like to dilute like, it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Does that work?
1: Uh i I guess it can, but then I wouldn't say I wouldn't suggest made because made is a GMO company.
0: Wow. So, Look yeah. at that. I can say it now. It was my friend. She just did that recently and yeah. when she hears this, she's gonna so be, you be like check, you corny.
1: always check your ingredients. Um so yeah. That's what okay, I always so tell that people read work. your ingredients. You to make sure it says if it's, you know, con- if it's from concentrate, you want to make sure that it's organic. Concentrate everything on the list should be. So you
0: can take concentrate items? I was always, I was always told that if it's from concentrate, you shouldn't, shouldn't mess with it. There's
1: organics concentrate.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: So it's basically like an extract, but concentrate is, concentrate is fine, but it needs to be organic. And then also, too, think about whatever it is that you're buying. So if you're buying lemonade, it should be. Water, lemons, sugar. It shouldn't be 12 things on a list.
0: You got to relax. The industry going to blackboard you.
1: (laughs) I already know. It shouldn't be 12 things on a list. And you're going to try to drag
0: me down. I'm number one on autism for a reason, baby. I can't do it. (laughs) So I
1: always tell people, you know, keep that in mind. And the same thing goes for your skincare products. If it's, you know, a face mask, if it's supposed to be... um. If it's clay, water, something. But if you look at the ingredients, there's so much stuff. So I always try to educate people when I come into contact with them. Like, okay, your ingredients list is from most abundant to least abundant. So if you look on the front, and it's saying, like, oh, it's supposed to be an apricot scrub. Then that should be the first thing on the list.
0: Okay. Okay. You know? And it does make sense. And I always thought, like, yeah, this is a lot. Especially the stuff that I can't pronounce. I just automatically be like, bro, I don't think I'm supposed to use this. Damn, this is a mm-hmm. trustworthy brand. Alright, cool. Right. But like you're right though, like once you expand the mind, you can't shrink it. So I've I've been exposed to a lot and I just like, damn, like it's harder now for me to eat a lot of things. It's harder. Like and if I do eat bad, it'll be like this one time I'm exposed and I'm tight and I ain't gonna lie, I'll do it. Yeah. But I don't feel good. Like I like they love me and Popeye's by my house, but I don't go in there no more for food. Like I'll stop by to say what's up. I, I just feel bad after eating it. I feel right. like a trash can. But, like, the transition, for real, I do feel like a trash can. <laughs> I do. A fly one, though. But the transition is hard on me personally because a lot of the stuff that I'm starting to get out of, it was filling. You know what I'm saying? At least I left feeling full. Right. And, like, a lot of the stuff that I'm getting into, I don't necessarily feel full. Right. So I'm eating more, and now I'm nervous because it's like, damn, you eating a lot. So, like, how does that work?
1: everything is about balance so you could have fast food and it could be more calories but it's not like nutrient filling so if you have to have like two bowls at chipotle i'd rather you do that than to go grab the popeyes but then if you feel like you putting on the weight and it's weight that you don't want then you need to incorporate exercise and I always recommend people doing some type of exercise. or so if you don't exercise, go sit in a sauna because you want to sweat. Sweating is another way of releasing toxins. And like I said, your skin is also an excretory system. So you want to release those toxins so they're not building up in your body or in your organs or under your skin causing you to break out because you have toxins that you're not releasing via other methods. Okay. Okay.
0: So when you when you take your skincare and you start spreading the word, are you also spreading the word about the diet and showing them, like, examples? Like, how does that work? How do you incorporate that when you showing, you showcasing your skincare?
1: Well, usually the showcasing is, like, at a pop-up shop. So if people have questions, it's usually about ingredients or, like, comparing it to products that they have. What would it do? Um, things of that nature. More so, I'm giving more advice when people are coming to me for skin consultations okay. or, like, um, to get a customized skincare regimen, so working what with whatever they have currently, um, and then what they want to introduce, like recommendations from my line or even from other lines that I may trust. So I know, you know, they have um, the same Green Beauty method, or their vision is also Green Beauty. Um, so in that case, that's when I'm really directing. Like I said, if they have questions, I'm like, all right, what's your diet? Let's not even talk about the products. Um, diet because that's first. It's diet first, product second. You could have the most expensive products in the world if your diet is trash. Guess what? Your skin is going to be trash.
0: So how you how you start? Like, what if somebody has like a? Uh, I guess it it wouldn't be too advanced in in the healthy, but it wouldn't be too advanced in the junk food. It's like that solid middle line. Like, like we can even use me. Mm-hmm. I'm not the healthiest of eaters, but I've always been like a salad person. Like I'll take a salad now over anything. Right. Um I'm I'm doing veggies every day. That sounds wild. I eat my greens every day. Um but sometimes I slip up. Sometimes I do drink juice. Sometimes I do eat fast food. Um but like I'm starting to see I feel it. Like I'll feel the effects. I don't right now my skin is at a place where I won't see it, but I'll feel it. Mm-hmm. So like for somebody like me would would changing my diet completely have a drastic change by using like organic skincare? Like would your skincare line help me drastically, even though like my skin is doing okay? You right. know what I'm saying? Like how how do you how do you explain like the benefits to somebody who is like, Well, I mean, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. you know what I'm saying? Like how do you how do you sell that? The benefit is not poisoning yourself to look good. Wow. Look at that. That's really the bottom.
1: That's really the bottom line. Because if you think about it, like on a day to day basis, I mean, I know for females we use more products. So say on a day to day basis we're using ten to twelve skincare products. So that's including skincare, hair care, hygiene, feminine care. Mm -hmm. Ten to twelve products. You're exposing yourself to 126 chemicals daily.
0: Oh no, she's dropping numbers. Y'all gotta relax now. Wow. Okay. So that's
1: the difference. Because now it's like, all right, if you know, if you can pronounce every ingredient in your skincare product, you don't got to worry if you're using it every day, twice a day, once a day. Okay. And then also, too, you have to think about, like, federal regulations when it comes down to ingredients. An ingredient might be toxic, but if it's only 0.01% of the formulation, it's going to get passed. But if you're using it on a daily basis, eventually... If you use that product a thousand times, guess what?
0: Yeah, you're gonna hurt yourself. Okay, okay. So, with, I was just getting into that. So, with the makeup, women can't, like, do you, do you advise them to kind of refrain? Like, how does this work? Do you advise them to kind of step away from makeup?
1: Yes. But not times what ten, you be telling
0: women not to wear makeup?
1: Not it's not not to wear. It's because there's brands out there that are mineral based or vegan brands, right?
0: Are they as good?
1: Yes. Okay. They make the same thing: the popping matte lipstick, the okay. foundation, the concealer. You know, the brow dip. There's brands out there. You just There's have to <laughs> You have to figure out um you know what works best for your skin and things of that nature. But in terms of the makeup, it's like you want to give your skin a chance to breathe, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying if you, you know, you do it because it's, you know, your artistic or creative side, that's fine. But you also, you know, doing damage to the skin because when the skin wants to do that repair and you have on makeup 9 times out of 10, You're not letting your skin do its full cell maintenance. And that's mainly like, all right, going to sleep with your makeup. We all know that's a big Mm no-no. But even for me, I think when I was going through my skincare struggle while I was in school because I was stressed out and eating pizza every day, I was wearing makeup too. So that was like three things influencing the fact. And I was stressed out. (laughs) So all of that plays a part in how my skin looked. But I was wearing the makeup to hide the flaws, I didn't like but how my skin eating, looked. But um,
0: you eating, I was okay. eating the pizza. the yeah, dairy, okay.
1: Inflammation. I was stressed out. So my hormone imbalance is off. So my body is like, okay, something is wrong. Yeah. More breakouts. Okay. Not okay. sleeping. <laughs> so all of that, that plays really a part. That really does have an
0: effect. Okay. All of that
1: plays a part. So it's your diet. Like, I'm stressing the diet, but it's also your lifestyle as well. That's going to play a part.
0: Okay. So do you work out?
1: Yes, I do. I do yoga. Okay. That's my Have you seen sweat. effects
0: on on, your, on not just your body, like not just you being flexible. Have you seen effects on, on like maybe your breathing or yeah. or your skin? Has it affected your skin?
1: Yeah. So I actually was introduced to yoga um, my senior year in college. I actually took it as a gym class. So I'm also— What school is this? Y'all, I would have I been so lit if I could take yoga. I went to John Jay um, by Columbus Circle.
0: I used to work over there.
1: So I took yoga as like my. Oh, you took it in college. As my gym credit. But I continued on with it because I I enjoyed the practice. And in addition to that, I personally thought, I'm like, oh, this is going to be some easy, you know, walk in the park. We used to get out of class 45 minutes. I'm drenched, sweating, dripping. And I'm like, look at me thinking like it was going to be a breeze. So for me, I don't really like, I guess, hardcore exercising. And I've probably been to the gym like what five times in life so <laughs> so you you won't catch me at the gym um but in terms of flexibility was always there cuz I'm I'm a dancer as well so flexibility was there the breathe it definitely helped with the breathing as well as the um the concentration the mental okay Cause I think with yoga is a with you know the poses and the stretches and the moves is really mind over matter, and you also have to be in tune with your breath all the time. So it's like you can't disconnect from you to just say like yo you on a treadmill running it out. You have to really be in tune with what's going on with the entire system.
0: Okay, but like does does that affect does that directly affect your skin in any way? Yeah, I, I be trying to figure it out. I really just don't know. So, yeah, working sweat, out direct. The, like, that okay, is so what does sweat gonna, do for your skin?
1: That's releasing the toxins. Okay. Okay. That's the toxin release. All right. So, that's why that I said sense. if you don't work out, go to a sauna weekly so you have that release.
0: Oh, okay. And that's that why makes they also sense.
1: tell you, like, okay, if you sweat, you need to go wipe off or you go shower because then what you release just sit on top of your skin and reabsorbs. That's
0: why you start feeling mad hot and dirty. Y'all dirty. Wow. What does a wipe witch hazel in your face do? Does that actually work?
1: Yes. So um, witch hazel is a natural toner. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that is your toner in your skincare regimen, it will be the product or liquid that helps you rebalance your pH after you cleanse your face. So the natural, um, your skin's natural pH is 4.5 to a 5 pH. Which is like in you know closer to the acidic side more than the basic side. So when you cleanse, most cleansers are basic. So you want to use a toner to rebalance your pH, bring it down to a between four and five, and then you apply you know your serum or your moisturizer, whatever. So witch hazel is simply just an extract, mm-hmm. or if you want to say a concentrate from a plant. Okay. So it acts as a toner.
0: So would do would you advise? first thing in the morning to wipe your face or after you wash your face to do that?
1: Um, it depends for me. like I know <laughs> my esthetician friends are going to hate me for saying this, but I only wash my face in the nighttime. And that is simply because if you go to sleep and your pillowcases and your sheets are clean, you didn't sweat, you weren't outside, you weren't exposed to any environmental factors, then why do you feel like you have to wash your
0: face again in the morning? You don't never feel like your face, you don't never feel like your pores are just clogged though. Like, I can walk around my house and be like, oh no, I think I broke a sweat. My face feels hot. And then, like, but I'm also, I'm also like, if I'm in the house, I'm not taking just one or two showers. I'm also in the shower all the time.
1: Right. But not just being in the crib. I'm just saying, so after you, if you've been outside all day and you wash your face in the nighttime and you go to bed and you get up in the morning, like, this is eight hours later, or it depends how long you sleep. Eight hours later, you just need to freshen up. So do your toner, apply your moisturizer. You don't need to wash again to me. Okay. But I know my, my esthetician friends are going to be like, yeah, cleanse twice a day. But I, I just don't believe it.
0: Okay. So how, how often would you use witch hazel if you was advising somebody to use it? Do oh, twice you a day. Twice a day. Yeah. Okay. Beginning and the end.
1: Right. Or even if you do it. You know, during day. so say if you wash your face in the morning and mm-hmm. you happen to be outside and you feel like you didn't wear makeup that day and you feel sweaty or whatever, you could definitely use it as just like a quick pick-me-up, remove the dirt, remove the sweat, okay. and you're good to go. Okay. Um, And it's not like an ex- astringent, so it's not drying. So you can use it, I, mean, I would say maybe even up to three times and you'll be okay.
0: As a uh, skincare specialist, do you advise people to use black soap? I, I hear, like, for me, it's it's worked wonders. But I know my friends tend to tell me, like, nah, my skin dries out really fast when I use it. Do you, have you experienced that?
1: Um, I'm an avid person that I recommend black soap.
0: See, me time. too.
1: But it needs to be real black soap. And I think this is the issue because there's a lot of brands that seen, saw that it was popular, so they... Made their own version, mm-hmm. like real black soap from Africa. Black soap that is—it's not black; it's actually brown. It's brown. Right There's specks in it. Shade, you Did know. drawn for
0: one two, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even co-sign yeah. that. But right, No, nah, so I get mine from Medina. Real, a spot Medina. real
1: black soap. So that is my recommendation. Um, I've seen it do wonders for many people's skin. And I think it's something that you should have in your regimen. And speaking of soap, um, this is something that you should look out for in your facial cleansers. It's an ingredient called sodium lauryl sulfate. It's a detergent. It's the thing that causes your cleansers to study your detergent, your hand soap, your face soap.
0: What? It That's is, insane.
1: Right. Um, any, anything that you have, well, we talk talking skincare. So if you see that, ingredient in your cleanser just put it in the garbage and a lot of times i interact with people they're like oh you know you don't have any soap-based cleanser so the cleanser that i offer on my line is oil-based and that's simply because dirt is basically dry oil wow so we have a saying in science like um like dissolves like Mm -hmm. so that is like my method behind doing an oil-based cleanser Because like dissolves like. So at the end of the day, I use my oil cleanser to remove my makeup. So I have on makeup now. So when I go home, I'm going to do a a double cleanse. The first cleanse to remove my makeup. And then the second cleanse to actually get deep in my pores. Um, So that's an alternative to using a soap-based cleanser. And also a lot of soap-based cleansers strip your natural oils. So Mm. if you have... Dry skin, that's not a plus. If you have oily skin, it's going to actually make you more oily because the skin is saying it has no oil after you cleanse. Okay. And then also, like I said, it's important after you cleanse, you use a toner to rebalance your pH, and then you, you know, moisturize.
0: Okay. I saw today that you you have a bath salt. Yes. So are you about to expand into, like, full body care, or is it? Like, how does it work?
1: So I would say right now I'm uh when I say a skincare line, I feel like it covers all aspects. Cause so right, I could use
0: your skincare stuff on like the rest of my body?
1: Yes. Okay. So but I'm okay. saying i I carry body care products. So I have like body butter, body oil, mm. bath salt, bath scrub, so like anything regarding to your skin. But I know a lot of people focus on facial care because that's the first thing people see. And I always say, like, I have a slogan, like, you only have one time to make a skin impression.
0: Oh, you lit and whatnot. That was fire. That was so, bars. <laughs> that was a bar.
1: So I think a lot of people focus on the facial care. But skincare is, you know, as I say, I'm your favorite glow dealer. Everything has to glow. Face got to glow. Arms, legs. So that's why you have your body scrubs, your bath. So I think the bath salts is more so for relaxing. Okay. Um More so, healing properties with essential oils and things of that nature. Um, But I even have beard wash and beard oil for the fellas. And I always say, I'm currently marketing to women, but I feel like now men are not as stigmatized to skincare. So I eat, sometimes I meet guys at pop up shops and I tell them, you could use the products too. It's not only for females, it's organic. So it's unisex. Like Mm. Mother Earth made these these fruits vegetables herbs essential oils for everybody to use not only for females um so even though my male audience is limited I still serve them as well
0: how, how are you finding it breaking into the, the male audience
1: it's difficult yeah, is,
0: yeah. It, is, it, is, it,
1: is it getting easier though kind of because they're open to the information they kind of want to know what's, what they're doing wrong um their girlfriends are telling them like you shouldn't be using the same soap on your on your body on your face as well, and same for your for the lotion. Um, but I think it's getting a bit easier because they probably see the, their celebrities or people that they look up to taking heed with their skin. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's that's really the only reason why it's getting easier.
0: Do you have anything you know like? When fellas get razor bumps under under their chin, right? Do you have anything for that? Not su- that shit bothers me.
1: Um, <laughs> not right now. Um, I have something in the works, but what I would recommend, which I don't, I mean, I don't know how popular it is. I always see these um Instagram videos with barbers doing waxing, but waxing is the best way to like remove that issue because simply with the razor bumps, it's just that the hair is getting stuck under the skin and it's causing inflammation. Mm. Or that's like, people say like, oh, it's ingrowns. But ingrowns is actually when the hair starts growing and it gets stuck. But when you shave and it's, you only have that little nick, mm. it's very possible for it to go under the skin. Okay. And you and you get that, the razor bumps. Okay. So um, for the guys, I'll rec- if you have a barber that's, you know, certified in waxing,
0: then do that. So you you tell ladies to wax too, right? I tell ladies to wax too. Okay. Yes. Okay. She's an advocate for waxing.
1: Waxing is where it's at.
0: Yeah, I'm about to try it one of these days. I've never had a wax in my life. Lucy, you get waxes, right? I got a place. Look, what's a chocolate wax? Somebody put me onto that. What's that? It's real chocolate.
1: Um, it's a sugar-based wax, but I guess with, it smells like chocolate. I don't know if it's real chocolate. I highly doubt it. Um, but that is more likely with the...
0: Oh, that was a stupid question. The <laughs>
1: actual, the actual strips. But what I would, the, the method of waxing that I would recommend is hard wax. So, okay. basically, it's less painful. Okay. And also, the the type of wax that it uses, it coats the skin. So, there's, like, less inflammation, after the hairs are pulled out and things of that nature okay and if you want to go, go somewhere there's a um I, i'll recommend you to my esthetician what's her name tiara
0: where's she from
1: um i'm not sure but i see him where harlem. do she oh okay. the name of the place is um harlem skin and laser clinic It's black owned um by seven she's an esthetician
0: you ever heard of uh essence that's the esthetician no. She's the person who taught me how to pronounce the word esthetician. Shout yeah. out to Essence. <laughs> um let let people know where they could check your stuff out, where they could find you, what what you got coming up, all of that.
1: Okay, so um you can find me on Instagram, Sovereignty
0: Beauty. Come on, spell it. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I can't even spell it.
1: <laughs> okay. So that is S O V E R E I G N T Y Beauty. Hope you guys got that. And also SovereigntyBeauty.com. That's the website. So you can see my entire product catalog on there. Um, If you're on Facebook, the name is, you put in sovereignty beauty, the business page will come up. Um, On Twitter as well, the the handles are basically the same across the board. Um, Currently, I'm offering a new service which will fall under um, Holistic Health. And that is V-Steaming. Um and it's short. It's short for vaginal steaming. So this is
0: a um. <laughs> yeah, I thought about uh seafood when you steam. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Nah, what is it? <laughs>
1: it is a um. It's a holistic practice um that's been done in Africa and Asia and Europe um centuries before. And this is really focusing on womb health. So as women, we tend to hold a lot of trauma in our wombs, if it's, you know, emotional trauma or sexual trauma or in general. And so the V-steam, it helps with various issues like um, heavy menstrual bleeding, cramps, infertility, fibroids, um, low libido, dryness, Anything you could really think of, there's a herb to, to heal your womb. And I think a lot of um, females have suffered in silence for too long and also to go, go into doctors that are like mainly males that will automatically recommend like, oh, you need a hysterectomy which is um, removal of your uterus, when there's natural alternatives, there's healing alternatives. So that's that will fall under um, alternative medicine. So I'm offering this service in Brooklyn, and I highly recommend it. And also, you know, it can help with stress, anxiety if you're not sleeping. There's a, you know, herbal blend for every type of problem you can think of. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: So is there anything that you want people to know that you feel like you didn't get through?
1: Um, I think, I think we covered everything. I know I'm great. Um, if, if you have like more questions, cause I know we talked about, um, ingredients, you can definitely, um, go to my Instagram or my website, which is, um, sovereigntybeauty.com. You can download my free ebook, which is called Science to Sin- Skin Care. It is, um, a guide to help you guys select safer self-care and skincare products so it goes through and you know common ingredients found in those products which you should avoid what are some alternatives so you can definitely check out that ebook on my site you can catch me on instagram sovereignty beauty so that is s-o-v-e-r-e-i-g-n-t-y beauty um and the handles are the same facebook um instagram website are y'all, are y'all on twitter at all I am on Twitter, not often, okay. but I'm on Twitter. You okay. can find me on Twitter as well. Hit me up. I, I usually talk to people more so on there. Um, and if you're, you know, if you're in need of a virtual consultation or a customized skincare regimen, you can hit me on IG um, or you could check out the website as well. So once again, this is Nathaniel Abraham, Ooh. your favorite glow dealer here at Sovereignty Beauty, Ooh. providing all you, all you need for your skin. Non-toxic, hypoallergenic, naturally sourced,
0: everything that you need. And I'm me, good looking Lee, and I'm out of here.